ABC Family and WWE Studios present a world premiere movie event. Sounds like fun. Countdown to 25 Days of Christmas with a new kind of family comedy. Baby! Daddy! This holiday caper's right on target. Very festive tree and crossbow. WWE's The Miz. I'm your smoking hot ex-boyfriend. And Secret Life's Francia Reza. There's nowhere I'd rather be. Christmas Bounty, only on ABC Family. Check local listings. Welcome again to the final stocking stuffer of 2015. Uh, It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a special one. And thankfully, it is not going to be a lonely one because I am joined by the one, the only. Christine is my name. Christine is your name. Uh, and you just, you make things better, you know, having you here, you. you know, you get, you pick movies like today's movie and everything is better for it. Oh boy. Yes. I picked this movie. You did. So tell me why. Well, first tell people what the movie is, although I, they've heard the trailer, so they should know. But- I picked this movie. It's called Christmas Bounty. It is. The Miz is in it. No, it's not that movie with The Miz. Wait, isn't there another Christmas Miz movie, or is this the one? Oh, no, there's another one, and I believe it's it's also... It's directed by the same guy, Gil Junger, or Younger. Okay. Um, He's made his career of doing, apparently, WWE movies, so... Okay, so it's not that one, it's this one. Yeah, this one was 2013, I think? Yeah. Okay. And it is um, a co-production... I don't exactly know how it worked, but it's a co-production of WWE Studios and ABC Family. Yes. Our good old classic. happened. ABC Family never fails us, Christine. Uh, you know, Hallmark may cheap out on the Canadian filmmaking, but ABC Family, that's, that's different. Uh, and so what made you pick it? Just you saw The Miz and you were like, oh, my favorite? Um, well, it was, it was between a few. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one looked like it had the potential to be the most entertaining. Okay, okay. not the best, mm-hmm. but the most entertaining. Fair enough. Um, and let me tell you, I was disappointed. Oh, uh, I'm sad to hear that. Yep. Uh, do you want to hear a joke that my husband told me that McFoley told, not him directly, but said about the Miz? I would love to hear this, Joe. Uh, do you know what the difference is between the Hundred Years' War and The Miz? What? Eventually, The Miz was over. <laughs> oh, damn it. I said it wrong. You said it back. Pretend I can edit and let's say eventually the Hundred Years, so, years' War was over. I'm going to edit that like a sli- – I'm going to be like a the somebody famous that edits. And I can't think of anybody that does. Editing, the editing that's kind of the film fan I am. So – I never watched wrestling when The Miz was. Nor did I. Yeah. So, but like, I did watch The Real World. Like, I know who he is. (laughs) I know who this guy is. I knew who this guy was before lots of other people knew who he was. So, yeah, that's why I picked this movie. Okay. Um, So, do do we tell people what the movie's about? Yeah, why don't you break down a quick synopsis of it? And can I also say, Gil Junger, the director, who, as we said, did Santa's Little Helper, also two other films in his credits that I found interesting, Uh, Black Knight, the Martin Lawrence movie, and 10 Things I Hate About You. I love 10 Things I I Hate About You. I know, me too. Yeah, well, you can't win them all, right? Yeah. (laughs) So tell me. This is pretty, this is, sometimes, you know how I have trouble saying what a movie is about sometimes? Sometimes. Um... This is not one of those times. <laughs> this is a lady. This is a lady in this movie. 
shockingly, it is not, you know, starring The Miz. I'd say it's co-starring, but it's not starring. Although his face is bigger on the poster. Yeah, I mean, he's the one getting asses in seats. (laughs) (laughs) And getting people to, like, you know, have it on in the background while they make Christmas cookies, you mean? No, he's he's the reason why I clicked on this. So, so for sure, it works. Okay, so it did work about, for you, yeah. It's about this lady, and she's a teacher in New York, and she's um, with this fancy, fancy socialite guy. And then some guy calls, and some guy's out of prison, and she goes home, which happens to be New, New Jersey, and guess what? She's a crazy Jersey girl, and her parents are bounty hunters. Also, she's a bounty hunter, and the Miz is a bounty hunter. So it's about bounty hunters. It's about bounty hunters, yeah. The Miz is also her ex-boyfriend. Her, the Miz is her ex-boyfriend. And also every bounty hunter stereotype and New Jersey stereotype you can think of. Well, you'd have to be. So the second I saw it take that turn, I was like, oh. That, you, like did, wait, did you not know that it was going to be about, about, about bounty hunters? No, I figured it was going to be about bounty hunters, but I didn't understand how it was going to... Like, the way the movie starts, like, I didn't know how it was going to segue into that. Okay. So then she goes home to Jersey, and I was like, oh, this is what we're doing, huh? We're going to be in an ugly suburban area of Jersey, and we're going to go to a mall. So it that this wasn't filmed on location. That couldn't have been New Jersey. It looked much too warm. But that's neither here nor there. It could have um, also been Jersey in like in a. It could have been. It could have been Jersey in August. Jersey. Can we make? I can we make? Oh, I really hope next year's Christmas movie is called Jersey in July. I never even thought of that. That would but, be a great name of anything. So basically, what this movie is about is this lady has like a double life or something, and she has to pick between not only her boyfriends. Or an ex-boyfriend's, but her lives. Yeah, is she is she a school teacher who runs Christmas parties where kids like dress up like it's Halloween? Yep. Or is she at heart a you know uh, collar criminal collaring bounty hunter with yep. big hair? I think we get the answer. We do. You know, I like movies that actually tell you the answer. It's nice when they do when they leave nothing to to make sure that you know everything. Yep. Um, a side story that I found interesting. I was going to ask you, do you know any bounty hunters or have you ever met any bounty hunters? I haven't, but I watched a lot of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Ah, did you ever watch the miniseries on HBO called Family Bonds about a family in Long Island who are bounty hunters? Um, no, but I think I know what that is. Okay, because um, it wasn't just Long Island. It was the town of Medford. Yeah, which is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And it's actually filmed in my hometown. And the, the family, the daughter in it, went to high school with me and i played soccer with her it's pretty amazing. And i'm just saying like i'm not famous but you know my 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 town was in family bonds on hbo yeah, that's that miniseries like, that nobody ever watched but hey that's just like my my old kitchen manager at applebee's in astoria um used to be the kitchen manager for uh, jay wow if you know who that is <laughs> So, like, yeah, we all have these stories. We all have, like, you know, we all have it. Our, our brushes with fame, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that was my brush with fame. Somebody that one. I knew that is a big managed one. me also managed that, that woman. That's, girl, I got nothing. I know. Well, I blew it out of the water. Yeah. If, so, how do you follow that? I, it, oh, I guess yeah. we talk about the movie. So, do you, I was thinking about it as, as I was watching it. Do you, this is not very list applicable in a lot of ways. Uh, it's not, but, it but you'd be surprised. <laughs> in some ways it is. So, would you like to go through the list? Yeah, why don't we? And then we can add whatever else comes, comes with that. 
Because now we start with the lead in need of a lesson. Mm-hmm. Now, Tori is our, our Jersey girl uh, teacher. Um, does she uh, need a lesson, do you think? Yeah. Apparently. I guess she did. I thought she was doing fine. She seemed fine. She seemed to love her job. She was clearly a good teacher. The kids liked her. The parents it's liked like her. A- she uh, seemed to really like this guy. Granted, she didn't fit in that four minutes she was with his parents. <laughs> right. But... You know, but it wasn't like the word. It wasn't like the episode of Friends where Phoebe meets like Paul Rudd's folks on the Upper East Side. Like she's standing there, she looks okay. Like she can she can pass if if she you can will. hang. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just oh, they're Upper East Side people, so there's a little bit of adjustment that would have to be made. But everything but seemed forward, fine. I guess she did need a lesson because well, she so she certainly got one. And that was honestly my biggest. If I had to look overall, like what was my biggest irk with this movie? It was that. Because they really could have established her being unhappy or not being herself. Mm-hmm. But it never feels like that. It feels when she comes home is when it feels awkward of like her being like, oh, the, I don't like wear these clothes anymore. Yeah. But instead it's like, oh, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, it's like, oh, yeah, this was always me. But we never really saw that. You don't get that feeling. Yeah. yeah. And I think they could have just made her appear to put on airs a little more at the beginning and it would have made perfect sense. And also, like, she's a teacher. She's not a – and it's odd. Like, it could, would have been much easier for them to have had her be, like, a real estate agent or a, yeah. uh, you know, trader or something where it's like, oh, no, clearly this is a job that's very different from bounty hunting. But, like, gosh, like, she's hanging out with kids. Like, yeah. It's, it's a it's a very odd – it just felt lazy on their it's part. It's also not really a job that anybody just kind of falls into. Right. Like – that seems strange to me. You're right. She could have been so many other things. Yeah. She could have she could have even like been a waitress and he met her at a diner. Right. But like she's not. She's in New York City, like with I guess, you know, a career. Yeah, so, and you know what? It's not easy to get teaching jobs in New York. That's any, what any, I said anybody too. will tell you that. That's what I said too. And it's so not like, easy to teach in New York, which means if you're doing it and you're good at it, like you probably, you know, have a calling for it. So that really is a is stretching some reality for Yeah, me. like it would have been just, I just don't get why they didn't make her a little stiffer in the beginning or just give her somewhere to go other than her being normal and then her being Jersey and like that yeah. being who she really is kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now, what do you think of this actress? Aside from the fine. fact that she didn't look like she was uh, the child of two white Italian Jersey um, people. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, she was fine. Yeah. I thought she was cute. She's, uh... Yeah. I was never like, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was fine. She looked the part. Yeah. Uh, and apparently she's in the Cutting Edge sequels. But I, I haven't She's seen. in the Bring It On sequel, isn't she? Oh, probably. I'm guessing she's, like, an athlete. She's you know, amazing. A, an athlete of some sort to be in all, all this stuff. Yeah, I think all the, like, a lot of the physical stuff she did, I mean, at least it looked like she did. Yeah, it makes sense if she was in a figure skating and cheerleading movie that... She has enough, like, acrobatic background and everything. So I'd believe that. Uh, So now, number two, the setting. Now, again, this is where it breaks the spell because normally we have, you know, the big bad city, which in this case we have, but only very briefly. Um, And also not the city, but anyway. But uh, yeah, but it was, I mean, it was the big bad city. She didn't belong there. Right. We had to reference the fact that the city was bad. Yeah, she was too good for them now, you know. Something about the Lincoln Tunnel or something, I think. I didn't drive. I don't know. But you know, stuff like sex. that. Yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah. So that 
that we've checked the first two, I guess. You're right, actually, yeah. And we do. We get the idea of her charming. Because even though it's like very, it's suburbs, it's not small town, but same time, she goes out to a bar and it's everybody she knows is there. Yeah. So, like, it is kind of playing on the, you know, this is where everybody hangs out kind of thing. Yep. You get all the trappings of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Now, number three, come on, the bland love interest. Which one? Oh, it's <laughs> Owl. Uh, good, well, well said. Let's talk about the, the one who's supposed to be the bland love interest. Did they really cast him in order? Because they're like, all right, we need somebody that makes the Miz more appealing. Yeah. So let's cast the guy that would normally be like an extra on a commercial for batteries or something. <laughs> yeah, not not really feeling that guy. No, like... And again, we talk about, you know, these guys are usually bland, but usually they're, like, bland in a still handsome way. No yeah. offense, but this guy's not very good looking. He seemed really, like, rude, too. But, but not rude enough. Like, and that's another <laughs> thing with the category. Like, with that, it felt like... I like him a little more rude. I'd like him a little ruder. A little ravishing Rick Ruder, oh. if you will. So he's, he, this dude's been in Halt and Catch Fire. Uh, which I don't watch. I see the commercials for it all the time, but like six of them. I've like he looks like a guy who would be on Jeopardy. Like not, he does. Just and the thing is, like he's supposed to be the Upper ugh, East Side. Again. Like what's that? You go, ugh, he won again, right? Like oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in Halt and Catch Fire. Also, he's the son in that episode of The Office with Dwight and um, uh, Clark Duke. No. No, don't watch enough Office I, for that. Not, not recently enough to remember that. It's uh, where they pretend to be father and son. Ah, uh, okay, nice. So he's like a bland guy. That's what yeah. he played, which is fine, but not when he's supposed to be playing like the rich, attractive choice, mm-hmm. right? He's the guy who would normally be like, okay, to do because I'm uh, shockingly Patrick Muldoon never came up in the movies we watched. But I think here's a good example. It's like if we were doing Starship Troopers, he should have been the Patrick Muldoon character. Mm-hmm. You know, he should have been the the better looking, the uh, taller, the stronger, or the richer, but like still in a handsome way. But mm-hmm. this guy's just really unappealing and really stupid. Like. To where at the one point when her parents are like, who doesn't, or the, I think it's Miz, is like, who doesn't duck when everybody else duck? Like, no, seriously, who doesn't? Yeah. But yeah, so as far as like, if we had to think of all the love interests we've had in these movies, uh, he's he might be the worst. He's pretty dislikable. Yeah, but not in an aggressive way. If you, if they were trying to make him dislikable, it would have been fine. But instead, it's like, oh, he's kind of a nice guy. He's just likable. Yeah, he's just kind of blah. He's that guy that like you, you started dating and like you just you never had a reason to call it off, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, okay, I guess we're still together now. Like, it's that's kind of what he is. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I I feel like there was a deliberate reason to cast him. But yeah. like, a lot of things about this movie that I just don't get, I guess. Uh, including the fact that I don't think we have a montage. Um, hmm, I'm usually a good, good at spotting montages. Um, uh, that can't be true. I don't know. I don't remember one. Unless you want to count what can also kind of go to the next category, which is, you know, the, the holiday song. We don't get a holiday song, but we do get an end credits dance off. Yep, we do. I did watch it. 
You did watch I've it, right? It I've locked it out. Oh, it's bad. It's the end of the movie ends, and you're like, oh, credits. What are they going to do? Oh, okay. We now have our three main characters, right? We have her and the, her two love interests, mm-hmm. and like an extra set of dancing girls just dancing on stage, and it's really awkward. It's, it's clear that they probably told them, like, go dance, have fun, do wacky yep. stuff. And it's what it looks like, and it's not good, and it just keeps going, and I couldn't it stop keeps watching. going. Yep. I, I could not stop. And that's honestly what, what ultimately, because I was debating, I'm like, I don't know where my thumb stands on this movie, but that dance scene bumped it up. Ugh. Good dancing. It was really just, it was like unnecessary and uncomfortable. Oh, completely. I mean, they probably needed to get an extra two minutes of time. They were like, oh shit, we're at 88 minutes, we're supposed to be at 90. What mm-hmm. do we do? Uh, yep. You guys, you want to dance? And it makes that bland love interest look even worse because he dances and it's, it's the whitest boy dancing you've ever seen, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, however, is I think might have been one of the best things about the movie. The sassy sidekick. Oh, you know who she is, right? Final Destination 3. She's one of the yep. channel girls. Love her. Best I part of this too. movie. She's adorable. Uh, what's her name? Chelsea something. Oh, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't retain Chelsea, that. Oh, no. Chilon, Chilon, C-H-E-L-A-N. I don't know what that means. Uh, but anyway, C Simmons is her name. Yeah, she's one of the, the tanning deathbed girls in Found Destination 3. Yep. A couple of other things she's been in. And she's adorable and she's really fun and really funny. Uh, and she plays like the, you know, the Jersey girl, uh, like, friend who stayed behind who's also a nurse and like she's just charming i loved her yeah she was great yeah and again not as attractive really as the lead oh she had big earrings too. Big, oh totally had huge earrings and she had like really really blue eyeshadow so like perfect definition of a sassy sidekick yep uh number seven the cloying child uh, think about mm-hmm. it wait right okay think so sure, we get kids in the beginning, but that's not who I'm talking about. Yeah. So remember how like there's like a simple-minded cousin. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would kind of put him in him. that category. We didn't really talk about the parents. So uh, Jersey Girl's parents are bounty hunters, and I actually kind of liked liked them. They were fun and having fun with it. Yeah. And it's just them, and they have like their nephew there. I don't know if he lives there or what. But he's sort of like, I guess he's supposed to be like 18 or so, kind of chubby, yeah. kind of doofy guy. And I, he's, he's kind of treated like a child. So I, I put him in that category. I, I can see that. I think I thought he had a crush on her, and then I realized it was her cousin. <laughs> he still might have. I would yeah, not be surprised. It was, it was just a weird dynamic there. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is Slapstick. Now, it's a movie about wrestlers and bounty hunters, or wrestlers playing bounty hunters. So there, <laughs> there's a fair amount of, of goofy stuff going on. Yeah, there is some goofiness, yeah. for sure. And I mean, that's that's the funner part. And there's some things that I thought were kind of funny in this. Uh, and then the last thing is Santa Claus, which we don't get. No, because this didn't need to be a Christmas movie. No, by no means. Why was this a Christmas movie? I don't know. The, you're right, the only thing Christmas about it was, like, I guess the Christmasness. I mean, they get a tree at one point. Yeah, they get a tree. They're in the mall. There's there's fight scene around. Right, the maze like, dresses like Santa Claus, kind of. Yeah. 
But yeah, I guess it was one of those, they, that's the only way, to, that's the only reason to make a movie like this. Yeah, it was like the only way to get it made. Because take oh, Christmas, Christmas out of it and pretend WWE Studios is putting out like a romantic comedy. How do you market it? Yeah, you, got, you have nothing because this has nothing else to stand on. Yeah. So you kind of needed Christmas for that, I guess. So there you go. There's your Christmas movie yeah. that doesn't really need to be no Christmasy. Uh, it could have also just been a wedding movie because we do get a wedding. We get a Jersey wedding. We do get a wedding. Yep. Uh, and one thing that did make me chuckle is so the Jersey wedding. It's like a mobster wedding, and it's in this warehouse because they because it's all like felons that are there, so they you mm-hmm. know can't actually have it in public. And there's a cut to um, like the the guests coming in, and you realize that instead of doing a coat check, they're doing a gun check. Yep, I, which thought, I thought was really cute and funny. Serve thing that was like a great sight gag. And I just wish the whole movie had that. Yeah. Because, like, there's glimpses here and there of that. And I don't know, again, this movie has, like, three people credited to writing it. Why? One person really couldn't have written the script. Well, some, uh, somebody wrote the script and then somebody added the Christmas stuff in. That, you know, I, I want that job. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want Christmas into every movie. I want to be the ABC family movie Christmas adder. And my job is just, you hand me a script and I'm going to fucking make it a Christmas movie. I know the rules. I know what goes in there. Give it to me. I got this. I don't doubt that you could do it well. Yeah. I also really liked uh, when the dad is, when she has to introduce the boyfriend to the dad. And like, the main thing is like, dad, can you please put on a different shirt? He's like, nope, I'm not doing sleeves. Like, that's his his thing. That's no, like- I, I chuckled at that. I chuckled at a lot of the, the parent stuff. Yeah, the parents are fun. They're really fun, those actors. Yeah. And I I don't know how much of it was them and how much of it was screenplay or what, but, like, there's things about this movie that could have been really, this could have been, like, a Bring It On is actually, I think, a great example. Like, Bring It On in it with a different script but the same story and the same mm-hmm. cast could have been terrible and could have just been a very... Well, that's uh, true. But it's not, yeah, but it's it's really funny and it's written well and it's sparky and it's quippy and it's enjoyable and this movie could have had those things. Like, just if somebody was just a little bit punchier about it, I think this could have been really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's not a total waste, I don't think. But it's not, like, I wouldn't tell anybody to watch it. Oh, I think it's a total waste. It was a waste of time. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, well, you I picked, picked it. it, so no, I'm not. Uh, I will say the other thing that did make me laugh, but not for the right reason, is... So, well, we can spoil the relationship aspect of the movie, because the whole thing is, like, they've never set up her and the Miz as being exes until about halfway through the movie, when she goes home, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's my, that's the ex-boyfriend. Yeah. But meanwhile, all before that, she seems totally in love with her boring boyfriend. Yep. Uh, He asks her to marry him, and she's totally excited about it. And then, like, at a certain point, the movie's telling us that, like, oh, the Miz still loves her, and... Blah, blah. And then at the very end of the movie, she's like, and I still love you. Which doesn't feel genuine at all. Nope. But the best thing is when, like, they actually have a really nice scene where uh, he's kind of saying to her, like, it's okay. I'm Congratulations on being engaged. Uh, I'm fine. I just need to, you know, find somebody, somebody great, as good as you. And he says, like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not the same as I used to be. I've been taking some classes. <laughs> Yep. That scene, he's like, I'm pre-law. But the way he says, like, I've been taking some classes is just this great, like, character redemption. He's going to the learning annex. Good for him. Yeah. 
Oy. Good for him. Yeah, and so then, like, she's like, oh, okay, good for you. And this it's, like, kind of a sweet, like, oh, that's actually a really, like, grown-up relationship. Like, it's a nice way to, like, oh, you're, like, an ending a relationship, but you still care about each other, but you wish each other best, great. And then she, like, immediately turns around or goes to her boyfriend. She's like, you know what? No, I don't love you. And then goes back to the Miz. Yep. What? Really strange. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. And the whole thing, she's like, oh, I guess I'm a bounty hunter after all. What? What about mm-hmm. the kids? You have to get them to pass that common core test, girl. Oh, yeah. So silly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know. One could do worse. I think it was better than, um, well, I don't know. I mean, it was better than Once Upon a Holiday, but I, I don't know if that means I enjoyed it more or not. Yeah. You know, I mean, was it better than Holidays? No. No. But it didn't make me as angry as Holidays did. That's true. It wasn't better than Holidays. No. And it wasn't better than 12 Dates of Christmas because nothing is. Well, apparently, no. And we've established. Because now you made Jason cry, too, when you, when you made him watch it. I didn't make him watch it. Well, you are very convincing. I'm glad he watched it and I'm glad he cried because <laughs> I feel redeemed. That's fair. Uh, but, I mean, that was Christmas Bounty, which is available on Netflix. Uh, don't know if the DVD has any, like, special extras, but it'd be great if they have an extended dance sequence. Mm-hmm. At which point, you should buy it and give it to your loved one. Because I think that would make them happy. Yeah. Uh, so, overall, let's do just kind of a final recap. Did you enjoy um, watching these movies and kind of getting to see this new genre that you were not overly familiar with? Yeah. <laughs> I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel as though you've learned anything? I guess not to move away from or go to the big city. That's reasonable. Yeah, I, I need to start actually, you know, <laughs> just trying to figure out how to break away. my lease and, you know, uh, just change my life because it's it's not That could be the here. best or worst thing you've ever done. Um... It seems to usually be the best as long as you're moving to a small town. Yeah, well, good luck with that. I'll try. And the whole thing, too, is you have to support local business. But oh, yeah. Which I guess Open in this cafe. case was kind of the bounty hunting, right? The bounty hunters are independently contracted. I guess. I didn't really get that vibe from this. No, they seem to be doing okay. They, they were able to put up all their Christmas decorations, you know. Uh, but so we, we hope you've enjoyed our stocking stuffers. It is the end of a year, the end of 2015. We'll be back in 2016. Uh, the next movies we're covering are going to be uh, two movies that I'm very excited about. And, and I'm a reminder, less excited You're about. less excited, but you don't know. You might really like them. A Chorus That's Line true. and The Red Shoes. We're yep. going to have a special guest star, Jason Fozzie, Fozzie Bear, on here. Excited about that. I am too. Uh, and then we'll let Christine pick a few movies, um, hopefully, that still make Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you picked this one. And look how good that turned out. So well, I can't be trusted. Uh, well, we'll see. But Merry Christmas, holidays, every, I don't know what's left, New Year, Yule, Festivus, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Happy Winter holidays. Solstice. That's why we say that. Not because we're we're assholes. Because we don't want to leave anybody else. Exactly. And we don't want to, yeah, make that one person feel unwelcome or just feel a little bit of a slight because I said Merry Christmas when they have reasons not to celebrate that. So that's all. That's why we do yeah. it. But we do Good wish every... Good luck. 
Good luck. Good luck there. Go get them. Go, go get them, kids. We wish everybody a wonderful season. We're looking forward to 2016. And um, in the end, uh, I guess just always trust that there's going to be a, a cute bounty hunter out there to protect us all. Everywhere I go